0: What is up, and welcome to the 49ers Camelot Show. I'm your host, Mark Adams, and I am honored to have you. And I'm honored to have Adam McNally, one of my buddies, Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And that's why he's on the show, because we're going to talk 49ers and Steelers. Adam, what's up?
1: What's going on, Mark? How are you tonight, buddy?
0: I'm doing great. This How is, you been? This is
1: weird. We're normally just doing Niner Talk but tonight we're going to do a little uh week 1 preview.
0: Yeah, so Adam Adam has had me on his show multiple times and sometimes uh, I think one time I was on your show with and it was just me and I think another time I was on there with a few other 49ers fans and oh, so yeah. uh, so I that was always Paul a lot of fun. Day. we had um Yeah, Paul Hope was on there. Um, we had um Gina was on there, I think. Gina was on there. Yes. Miss great co-host.
1: It's her birthday. I think it's her birthday today. I didn't really pay attention.
0: Really?
1: It was today or yesterday. I said last day it being 48. I saw I don't know if that was today or yesterday.
0: Well, happy so birthday. Gina, to happy birthday. <laughs> 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 yeah. And, out there. and so right now this is the the NFL season has kicked off. The Chiefs and the Lions are tied at seven early in the second quarter. So um, I'll jump in later and, and get a look at uh, where that score is at. But uh, but thanks, everybody, for joining. And make sure that you hit that like button, whether you're watching on the 49ers Camelot uh, channel. Or, uh, Adam, tell us where... Where uh... I have it right
1: now on my Facebook page under Adam and Ad McNally both are running right now, I believe. And I have it also under the Driving to the Top YouTube page, which StreamYard has now allowed people to come in and run their stream on their programs to bring in more audience, which is really nice of them. Yeah. Um so Mark, I have to ask right away. You got your two-and-a-half-point favorites this week. And then just got Bosa back. I'm not going to steal your show, even though we're both hosts. <laughs> <It's> um, <fine. laughs> so when you think everything's going great and you think everything's going to go your way, and then all of a sudden a hurricane hits you and all of a sudden everything's everywhere. Now, Kittle, I don't know. Is he going to play this weekend or not? I don't know. Um, I didn't really see any updates on it. Do
0: yeah, it looks like he will. Um, he practiced today, um, so I think that that's a, a positive sign. They really need him because that pass rush for the Steelers is no joke, and so I think that they're going to need Kittle not only to help block some, but I think they're going to need him on some some quick passes uh, to, to try and beat that pass rush. But yeah, I think that he's going to play.
1: So this is going to back to my back to my or segment here, um, where you you mentioned to me bring, to bring up Tomlin, and this would be a good time to jump into it, because you know, like I was saying, you think everything's running smooth, everything's running your way, then all of a sudden something pops in there. Like you guys are two, like the Niners are two and a half point favorites this weekend, and all of a sudden you run into a guy named Mike Tomlin who loves being the underdog yeah um against the spread he's 14 three and two yikes and 46 23 and two overall but he's 14 and three and two at home
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and uh Cal Shanahan you know like kind of like the last year on the opening day whenever Chicago walked in and just monsooned us I guess we'll call it yeah yeah um does that have any threat any Anything on you? Um, This is also the Steelers' first opening home game of the regular season since 2014, which I know we don't have Ben or Le'Veon Bell or Mm -hmm. Antonio Bryant. Um, But they put up big numbers that day, and I think they won by 20, actually, that day on the opener. So so that was good. But does any of that scare you, knowing those stats?
0: Yeah, it does, because I know that... Mike Tomlin rarely loses the first game of the season. And so that makes me nervous. He always has his team ready. Kyle Shanahan's kind of the opposite of that. Uh, The 49ers usually start out slowly. And, you know, I just look to the last two seasons when the Steelers went on the road, beat Cincinnati, beat Buffalo, two teams that um, were Super Bowl favorites or one of the favorites, uh, especially Buffalo, and beat both of those teams. And now they get to play at home against a team that has really been distracted lately because, I mean, when you consider all the mess with Trey Lance, you consider the the Bosa holdout and just some of the stuff that's been going on with the 49ers. I think that uh, this definitely, even even though the 49ers are favored, I think that this definitely could end up being um, an upset. And I tell you what, what, and this was my first question um, to you, has to do with the fact that as good as the Steelers are on opening day traditionally, does this give you a lot of confidence playing at home? Because here's the thing. I've put out some videos, some 49ers Steelers videos and I've had lots of Steelers fans respond to those and tell me not only are the Steelers going to win, but they're going to win big, and it's not even going to be close. So is the Steelers fan base I read your, that?
1: I read your, I read your page today. Yeah,
0: Are are they that, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, confident right now, um, or is this just some knuckleheads on YouTube <laughs> trying to get a rise out of me? Yeah.
1: I thought it was funny. I saw someone say that we were going to win by twenty. I, yeah. I saw that right. Um, I can't even remember the last time Tomlin like put the pedal to the metal and said "keep going." Because it would have turned into the Najee Harris show. Would have turned into the Jalen Warren show. Um, I can't. I can see them more running the clock out than the score up. Yeah. But I also can't see the Niners getting behind with that defense. Um. I, I I don't see it. I don't I, I laughed when I started reading those comments because <laughs> there were a couple that actually like made sense. Yeah. And then there were a couple that just were like, did I really read that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like um, the one guy who said uh that the Steelers are better than the 49ers in every single room. Um, running back room, quarterback room, receiver room, linebacker room, all of these and and I'm like, all right, they're they're definitely better than the 49ers in some rooms, but not uh, not every room. That's just crazy. I don't but think you can, uh,
1: can compare defense because you guys run a four three. We run a three four. Um, we're probably going to run some nickel packages a lot this weekend to have Quan Alexander in there to keep an eye on McCaffrey, keep an eye on on him out of the backfield, lining up on the side. Um, Peterson, great signing. Just he's getting up there and McCaffrey's pretty quick. And actually all of the receivers are pretty quick. Even Juwan Johnson looking all the way down the page, but mm-hmm. it's like, what, what are we, are we going to see that nickel all day? What, what, I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, how do they, how do they keep an eye on McCaffrey? Yeah. Cause that seems to be, well, my main focus would be Brandon. Ayuk, Cause Purdy mm-hmm. loves him.
0: Yep. Yeah, and um, I expect a big year out of Brandon Iu too.
1: What do you, I didn't even get? We, we didn't even get to do a Niners show this year, so I don't know any of your expectations. Obviously, a lot of a uh, lot of stuff caused me to step aside for a little bit. Like I said, this is my first show since my Saints show, Last show that was my last show I did with Marcus with my Saints show, and I, I, that was all the farther I got because mm-hmm. you know I just. Sometimes the brain collapses and doesn't want to focus the right way whenever you should. Yeah. But um, I, I am trying to look this over. I think you guys have the anchor in the line, but are you going to be able to have enough to stop Watt and Highsmith all game? That's that's the question. Yeah, I think in the beginning concern. of this game your anchors are going to be good, but are they going to be worn out by the time we get to the fourth? Because, you know, whenever you guys line up in defense and practice, are they switching to a 3-4 to get used to Steeler defense? Or are they staying in a 4-3 in practice on 7-on-7 seven seven or 11-on-11 11 11 to get used to a 3-4? And I think that over the game, I think this is going to be a really good game, by the way. Yeah. Um, but now that Bosa signed and and it looks like Kittle's going to play, we'll keep that that for later, but... What are they doing in defense and offense to prepare in practice for this?
0: Yeah, I would imagine this week they've been been getting some looks again, setting it up as to what they're gonna face. So it's not like this week the 49ers number one offense is not practicing against the number one defense. You know, they're they're using the scout teams now, and so they're they're given looks. Like what they're going to see on Sunday. So I I would guess that they, that, that, yeah, they're, they're probably doing some three, four. Um, Yeah. I don't worry too much about Trent Williams. Um, I'm guessing he's going to be blocking Highsmith a lot. Um, And because Watt usually lines up on the right side. Is that right?
1: The weak side. Yes.
0: Yeah. So he's going to be facing Colton McKivitts. And this is McKivitts is, he's played before, but this is his first game as the right tackle. And so I think they're going to have trouble
1: because Hayward and water both on that side.
0: Yeah. And, and so, and, and if that's the case, then, you know, right next to Colton McKivitt's is Spencer Burford who of the two guards, um, Aaron Banks and Spencer Burford is the, the weaker of the two. So, the strong side for the 49ers is going to be on the left with, uh, Trent Williams and with Aaron Banks. Um, the weaker side is definitely going to be, uh, with Burford and with McKivitz. And so I'm, I'm actually slightly terrified at the fact, uh, that TJ Watt is going to be going against Colton McKivitz. That, uh, That does not. Then you got
1: Cole Holcomb lining up next to Watt on that side with Hayward. So there's going to be a triangle, and if they all come, I, I can see this giving field day all day.
0: Yeah, I think that it's going to be hard. Um, Kyle's going to have to really be on his game. Um, Brock Purdy's going to have to get rid of the ball quickly, and uh, I, I, I would expect to see a lot. Of those uh, bubble routes to Debo Samuel, which I'm sure the Steelers are going to be well prepared for. And I would expect to see a lot of Christian McCaffrey catching the ball out of the backfield. I, I, I think the 49ers obviously are going to try and establish the run. Um, I don't know how well the Steelers are in the run game, but uh, that's you're going to get a steady dose of that, I think. So
1: you're thinking a lot of eye with use check in. McCaffrey.
0: Yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. Um, Unless Shanahan's seeing some kind of weakness in the Steelers defense uh, beyond that, uh, that front uh, that he thinks that he can exploit with, you know, three receiver sets. But I, I just, I think that they're going to go bread and butter um, here right out of the gate. So um, let me ask you this. I I did a piece for 49ers web zone this week um, called four keys to victory for the 49ers in Pittsburgh. And I want to get uh, want to get your thoughts on these because I I I had my four what I think that they need to do what the 49ers need to do to win this game. And I want to see what you think about this. So the first is they need to win the turnover battle. Obviously when it comes to turnovers, I mean, and, cause this is an obvious one and I don't want to overstate the importance of that because it's important every single game, but right. I think that they have to, you, you can't go to Pittsburgh because we go back to 2019, the 49ers beat the Steelers in Santa Clara. I think it was 24 to 20. The 49ers turned the ball over five times and the Steelers turned it over two times. So the 49ers were negative three, uh, in the turnover category
1: and we still and, lost.
0: And I'm thinking, I I'm thinking that you're, you're not going to go into Pittsburgh and lose the turnover battle and beat the Steelers. So what do you think about that? Did the 49ers have to win the turnover battle in order to win?
1: Well, not by your stat, you just mentioned right there, but but I mean, you that's never a different won a- Steelers
0: team, though. That uh, that was, uh, gosh, who was your quarterback was? Uh, the, the guy from Oklahoma State. Who was that? Oh, Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Mason Rudolph. So that was the quarterback that game. and oh, That's why we lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <But> you, <laughs> the next team, man. <laughs> yeah, you took the ball away from the 49ers five times, but I think... And that may have been Fitzpatrick's first game, I think, with the Steelers. I think I remember that. Um, of course, he did get stiff-armed by Kyle Juszczyk. That, that was uh, a pretty uh, pretty ugly stiff-arm. But what do you think about that? If the 49ers lose the turnover battle, do they win in this game?
1: I, I, you know, I guess it all depends if those turnovers turn into points. Because, I mean, this is the mega question in Pittsburgh – Can we score in the red zone without a field goal? Can we punch it in this year? I mean, you can't go through a whole season again with Deontay Johnson catching a two point conversion as their only and as his only end zone splash. Yeah. A two point conversion. You can't do that crazy. Yeah. 18 million dollars. Waste of shit. Yeah, Um, because
0: he had a good year other than scoring. What do you have, like 86 catches for close to 900 yards, which is good when considering but, you're breaking in. If you a, want to look at all the drops. You could
1: do that too. <laughs> I don't know those stats off by hand, but you know a lot of people call them drops in around here.
0: Yeah, <laughs> which I
1: did. You know, hopefully, you know, hopefully he gets that fix, and who knows? I mean, yeah. Kenny Pickett only finished 30, 40 yards behind him, right? As yeah. a rookie. Yeah. With a lot less pass attempts.
0: Yeah, Cosmo, what's up? Uh, he said I expect a tight end often on the right side with McKibbitts. Yeah, I I would too. They're gonna have to do something. They're gonna have to chip TJ Watt. There maybe use check does some of that. I don't know. They're they're gonna have to give McKibbitts some help because you have to give good experienced right tackles help with TJ Watt. Uh, much less somebody like McKivitz, who's uh, a brand new starter here. All right, so here's my second thing that the 49ers have to do. They have to keep Brock Purdy upright. I think that they can't be getting in in third and long situations. They can't be getting in situations where Brock's getting hit a lot and sacked a lot. They can't be in situations where he's being pressured to the point that he's uh, making bad decisions. What do you think about that? Uh, are, are they are they going to even be able to keep him clean?
1: Here's here's my real question: Is Brock Purdy going to be able to take a hit on that arm? Is he going to be? Is he fully ready? Is he fully healed? I mean, I mean, you're talking about keeping him upright. I'm talking about just keeping him on the field.
0: Yeah. Well, certainly we don't want a hit to the arm, um, like what happened in the NFC Championship game. But well, that was nasty. Yeah, that and, and that was kind that was kind of a freak thing. I mean, yeah, quarterbacks get their arms hit sometimes when they're throwing, but the way that he got hit there was was kind snapped. of fluky. Yeah. yeah, so I don't I don't uh, I don't worry too much about him um, with that arm. I do worry about him some when it comes to health because in the limited amount of time that he played, he already has been hurt twice. Um, Once he had this uh, adductor thing going on, rib kind of, I think that was from the Tampa game, maybe, which I believe was his first start. And so, uh, I mean, he played in the very next game in Seattle and they clinched the, uh, the division, but still that was, he hadn't played much and he already got hurt. And then the game or the season ended with him getting hurt. So, that's not a whole lot of playing time, and and you you already have two injuries. Uh, I don't I mean, want him to get
1: hurt. I don't want to hear why do we trade Lance all week. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that that would not be fun. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and nobody nobody in in the, the Bay Area wants him to get hurt because nobody wants to see Sam Darnold play. Um, that's for maybe sure. Maybe Sam
1: Darnold. I mean, I maybe <laughs> Sam Darnold be like a resurgence of Geno Smith.
0: Yeah, could be. Um, I, yeah, all it, stranger things have happened. So
1: I mean, he he does have some weapons finally at his disposal. If we should get the Sam Darnold, which
0: <laughs> that's yeah. a
1: whole other dilemma, one other story, whole other episode, probably.
0: Yeah, well, if that happens, then um, that one Steelers fan who said uh, that that Pittsburgh's going to win by twenty, uh, he he may be right if that happens. But uh. well, here's my third thing is that the 49ers need to rattle Kenny Pickett. So the way that I'm thinking with this is that if you can get early pressure on a young quarterback, you can rattle him, you can get him into a place where he makes some bad decisions, but if you can't get to him early, then he's going to be able to get into a rhythm, he's going to gain new confidence, and you really are playing with fire uh, with a young quarterback that's as talented as he is when you don't get to him. Now obviously that uh the chance to rattle Kenny Pickett got better when Nick Bosa signed, but wh- how are you feeling about this as far as Pickett in his second season against the 49ers pass rush?
1: Javon Hargrave, returned to Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, he's going to be fired up for that. I,
1: and we're going against a offensive line that looks solid right now. Can they keep Pickett unrattled? Can Pat can can he get the ball out quick? Cuz Pickett when he gets the ball out quick like a Brady, like a Brady ratio of getting rid of the ball, he's he's highly efficient it's whenever he holds on to it is whenever we run into problems
0: yeah but
1: i mean that's with any quarterback sure cuz the play breaks down the you know it's not like lamar jackson back there or even like um a, a hopkins and a and a kyler murray cuz they were able to scramble and hopkins was able to follow the quarterback and mm-hmm. figure out how to beat the defense and do all that good stuff um now, maybe they're maybe they watch some tape on it. Maybe they know what they're doing now. I mean, we're going against Mr. Irrelevant and Mr. First Round tomorrow or Sunday. Yeah. So these are two of the this is going to be a good matchup, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, that is going to be the key keeping these, uh, keeping these quarterbacks up on their feet for sure.
0: Right. Cosmo said expect a lot of blitzing from the Niners. Yeah, Steve Wilkes is has been known in the past to blitz more. Now, D'Amico Ryan's, we all thought that he was going to blitz more, and and he uh, ended up not blitzing as much. So we'll see if he he probably is going to blitz early, I think. And if he's able to get to Pickett and and start to rattle him, then he may keep that up. But if he gets beat deep a few times, you know, if they bring the heat and Pickett hits. Pickens deep, then I don't I don't know he he may not uh, he may not keep that up. Randy Daytona says starting tonight games count. Let's have a great season, guys. Yeah.
1: Rashard Rice just caught a big pass, Mark.
0: Holy cow!
1: Another one. Not a touchdown though. Went for thirty nine.
0: Still seven to seven. It's almost uh, almost halftime in Kansas City. And uh, you said that Richard Rice or what's his name?
1: Rashid Rashid, Rashid Rice, something like that. Rashid I don't know, Rice. Jerry's kid.
0: Jerry's kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's it's my on my phone, so I gotta tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah, here's my last uh, key to victory for the 49ers don't let Nijah Harris go off now.
1: We got the two San California boys going out this weekend at running back too, right?
0: Right, yeah. And so we know that Harris is good in the running game. You know, as as a rusher, I I've said uh, on my show a couple of days ago, I said that I'm more concerned with Harris as a receiver out of the backfield. What do you, where do you stand on that? Do you do you like him as as a receiver um, more? Then, then as a runner, or or is it the other way around, or is he pretty, pretty, uh, unfortunately? Unfortunately,
1: if Harris don't get it going running, Jalen Warren is just like licking his chops like uh Tony Pollard was. Um, I like you know, if Najee can get loose and get going, he is a dangerous horse, but when he's bottled up like he's been, it's tough to get going. I mean. That's just the way that's just the way any team is. When a guy opens up and gets loose, he gets loose. Yeah. But sometimes you need to bring in the battering ram behind you and let him go. Right. You know, you guys gotta you know, Eli Mitchell's a pretty good battering ram still, too. And you guys still have a mighty one-two punch with use check even. He could come out of the backfield, make some big catches. We've seen that. Um, but I mean you got Eli Mitchell, Kirsten McCaffrey, and you have Obviously a pretty good one-two punch, if you ask me. Just like just like we do, we have a good one two punch. Jalen Warren, you know, a lot of like I was saying before, a lot of talk around here is if the nausea don't get it going, maybe by week four we're gonna see Jalen Warren starting.
0: Really? Yeah, I I'm kind of surprised to, to I, hear that because I,
1: I listen I, to what people say on the radio. Yeah, you know, we idea. just
0: we see Najee Harris and 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 think of him as, as one of the up and coming backs, but, um, yeah, he's not really the, the, the pounder, I guess that, uh, that some teams are wanting these days, but, uh, well, here's, let me ask you this. If you are a 49ers fan, what are you most concerned about this, uh, this weekend uh, on, on Sunday?
1: I would be most looking forward to who's gonna who's gonna um, pick on the rookie because Joey Porter Jr. is getting the start. Who's gonna be that wide receiver that puts him to the test? Is it gonna be Ayuk? Is it gonna be Debo? Um, I mean, you got to push a, a rookie to the limit on opening day, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's the matchup I'm waiting to see because Joey Porter Jr. you know, 32nd pick overall you know, close enough to the first round where you talk about should it be been there, should it be not, but but we will find out after the end of the season whenever you do your grades, you know? Yeah. But that that would be something that I would want to look forward to, picking on the rookie like most people do.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm kind of with Cosmo. He said what and and that's where I'm at. That's my uh that's my biggest concern for for the 49ers. Bryant says, "Smash the like button, everyone." Yes, sir. Thank you, Bryant. Thanks for thanks for being in here. Um, yeah,
1: thanks, thanks, Drew, for being in here.
0: Absolutely. And Bryant said, "Moody will be the, <laughs> the difference maker, <kicker>, <laughs> Go Niners." <laughs> yeah, we uh, obviously. I hope that Moody is the positive difference. Adam is hoping that Moody is the negative difference, but he very well could be. Um, the difference on sunday oh, I, like sure. i
1: said my matchup i'm looking forward to is the rookies
0: so you're talking you're talking, I'm talking porter on joey,
1: the, I'm talking joey porter jr and seeing how he does against these wide receivers okay i'm sure that this has been licking chops in practice and everything else in that area um i don't know most people do most people lick their chops especially these veteran wide receivers I you got Ayuk and, and Debo. That this is this is what I would want to be watching. If you know, this would be the most concerning part. Mm-hmm.
0: If I'm if I'm Porter, do I want to line up? Do I want to have Brandon Ayuk in front of me or Debo Samuel? If I'm if I'm him, I probably want Debo in front of me, even though I'd hate to have to tackle him because it's going to be like tackling a tree. But Iuk, man, he's smooth and his routes are crisp and he makes DBs look bad. And so I hate for Porter in his very first game to have one of those, one of those highlights for Iuke where Iuke makes a move and Porter disappears off the screen because, because IUK makes those kinds of moves and, and so who would you rather Porter be guarding? Um,
1: you know, you always want to guard the best and well, in my eyes, Ayuk is your, Iuke is going to be the better receiver up mm-hmm. and coming. Yeah. But Debo can do so much more to draw the field. So I, I kind of want to see Porter on IUK actually. But in my fantasy world, I'd rather see I Porter on Debo.
0: <laughs> you probably should put your best tackler on Debo and your best cover guy on IUK. And if that's the same guy, then uh, then that could be uh, that could be a challenge. Cosmo said 2016 Niners. Bryant said t- 31 28 Niners win. It's going to be close. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close game like uh, what they're saying. Bryant said I do believe the Niners will stop Pittsburgh running game. Um uh, Yeah, I I I I would tend to agree with that. I I, I think that it, it's hard to run on the 49ers. Um so so yeah, I w- I would agree that uh, it's supposed to rain. Is it supposed to rain there, Adam?
1: I have no idea that? what the weather was. They said it was supposed to rain at two o'clock today. It didn't rain till six.
0: Hmm. Well, <laughs> see if you can do something about that. I don't like rain. I don't like rainy games. Uh here's the next either. question. If if you're a Steelers fan, like you are, what I, what is your biggest concern going into this game?
1: Stopping McCaffrey.
0: That's a good that's a good one. I mean he is I feel I should have
1: my Eric Davis
0: jersey hanging up here <laughs> I do have a
1: Niners jersey, guys. Just to let everyone know that's watching. I do run the Niners uh bringing Dynamite to the to the mind show yep. on my on my network. Yeah, <laughs> so... Adam's
0: uh, Adam's a Steelers fan, but he's a friendly 49ers guy. He's uh he's very pro 49ers, so um uh, that's uh that's a great thing. But yeah McCaffrey is dangerous as a rusher, but to me, what he does as a receiver separates him from all the others. And that's and this plays right into Brock Purdy. And I think it's one of the reasons why Kyle Shanahan was willing to go away from Trey Lance is that where Lance struggled, uh, Brock Purdy really excels. And I'm talking about those things where, um, you, where you're looking at he goes through his reads or the plays breaking down and he's able to dump it off to McCaffrey. That's something that Joe Montana did great with Roger Craig. Steve Young did great with Ricky waters and, uh, and, and so far Brock Purdy is, has, has been really good at that with Christian McCaffrey. So that is your, uh, biggest, uh, concern. Do you have a, do you have a secondary concern? Something that you're, you're, um,
1: well, I saw who Fungo was questionable. Is is he going to play? I didn't see any update today.
0: Yeah. He missed practice today, but I think, I think what I saw was that it was a personal reason and not injury related. So okay. I think that he's going to, sure. yeah, I think he's going to play. I just, I don't know how effective he's going to be. I don't know how long he's going to play because he's got this, uh, this foot thing that, uh, uh what is it like a i don't even remember something with with his foot which is never good but um uh gosh doget i i forgot what it is but um well, but yeah Warren,
1: i born burks too he he's on the questionable it didn't yeah. say anything it just said injury.
0: yeah he i think he was limited in practice today uh let me let me see if i can find what uh da-da-da. Uh, okay, so so Hufanga did not practice. Uh, okay, so is t- a, a knee thing, but the reason he didn't practice was a personal matter. Uh, Charvarius Ward has the heel injury. Um, so I don't. Looks like uh, Jordan Mason practiced today. Ray Ray McLeod. He's your other
1: bowling ball. Yeah, I was gonna. We didn't even get into Ray Ray McLeod
0: coming back to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And and it looked and I like guess he his was. Wrist
1: is, I guess his wrist is healed now.
0: Well, ready to go. Well enough, you know. It, it looked like he wasn't going to play for, you know, the first handful of games of the season. But now all of a sudden, uh, he is. Uh, he looks to be ready to go. Cosmo said, "Yep, CMC want not include Bosa, but I think he'll have reduced snaps." Yeah, Bosa's not going to play every snap.
1: No. Cosmo, just remember when Watts signed his contract on Friday, he played 69 snaps on Sunday, had a forced fumble, and two sacks. So he still had a very productive day for not uh, being a holdout holdout all preseason.
0: Yeah, and Bosa in 2019 basically did the same thing. I think he signed on the Wednesday. before. It it wasn't that he wasn't signed. He had been out with an injury. Um, he practiced for the first time the Wednesday before that first game and then had a sack and, like, three quarterback pressures. So uh, Adam Bryant's asking the name of your YouTube channel.
1: Oh, Driving to the Top Productions, um, you'll see a picture of my uh, dog. <laughs> Phoenix is their <laughs> mascot, so she's on the cover. Um, driving
0: to the Top Productions. Um and and you can find Adam, you can see the sports talking it, um, on, Yeah, I changed my Twitter. name to
1: Hurricane A, like, my like, instead of sports talking with, but I couldn't change the ad. I had to go with Hurricane A because it's been a nightmare for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've had a, you've had a tough, uh, last handful of months, but if you go to, if you find Adam on Twitter and you see his Twitter handle there and, um, I would assume we have a on link, there, yes. Yeah, so so yeah, go check out. He does a lot of NFL stuff. So he he doesn't just do Steelers or 49ers stuff. He does uh, a lot of NFL. And Matt,
1: uh, our Baltimore crew is live right now with it. With the I don't even know who they're playing this weekend.
0: Yeah, I don't know who they're playing either. Excellent. All right, Bryant said he just subscribed. So there Thank you go, sir. three nice. six
1: four. Thank you. All right, uh, Brian. Just to let you know, um, Matt, the City Charm City Heavyweights, um, he has a lot of players come on his show and they go live. So always pay attention because you never know when Matt's going to have a guy. Um, I know he had. We had. He had Ray Rice on. He had Brian McKinney on. He had wow. um, Paul uh, Pollard, Pollard on. Um, yeah, he's had he had he even had Tim Kershon on Mark. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so Brian, if you like uh, that kind of, you know, listening to pros and stuff, there you go. Always pay attention to when Matt's coming on, and uh, you know.
0: Yeah. Very good. Well, here's my last question. I want to I want to know how you see this coming together. So. You've already seen that Cosmo said it's gonna be 26, 16, Niners, and Bryant said it's gonna be 31, 28, Niners. What are you thinking? Um, and and here Cosmo is asking, what's your prediction for the game?
1: Well, um, at the beginning of the week when I was thinking of going on coming on the show and there was no Bosa, Kittle was questionable. (laughs) I was like, Oh, we're gonna be thirteen and four. But originally I had this as a loss for the Steelers and a win for the Niners. Um, I have the Steelers going 12 and 5. I have the Niners 13 and 4. So that's my prediction. I did have this as a loss for the Steelers, but it could be a toss-up. I think I think whoever wins this game goes 13 and 4, and whoever loses this game goes 12 and 5. Hmm.
0: All it's right. really
1: hard for me to make these decisions whenever you do a podcast for both shows.
0: Yeah. Well, and I'm going <laughs> to and I'm going to make all of the 49ers fans mad because I I have to do picks for 49ers web zone and I pick the 49ers to lose. Really? As much as it pains me, I just think that that Mike Tomlin doesn't lose in opening games. And this one's at home for him and that uh, that pass rush against uh against some of this offensive line, you know, I I feel good with, with Williams and banks, uh, but Burford and uh, McKivitz make me nervous. And so I just, I think that the, I think it's going to be hard for the 49ers score. I hope that I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot. Um, Although I will say that when it comes to the the 49ers web zone staff, I did win last year when it comes to uh, the, uh, the predictions I, I won the whole thing. Um, so, oh, that's good. but I am hoping that I'm wrong in this one. I just, I don't like an opening game on the road in Pittsburgh with that great fan base. That's going to be making a lot of noise and waving those yellow towels. I, you know, and, and then that defense. Yep. That one right there. Um, I'm I'm guessing Mean Joe Green's gonna be there, uh, maybe with a bottle of Coke in his hand, and <laughs> I man, I just think that uh, I think it's gonna be tough for the 49ers to win this. If Bosa wasn't there, then I'd really think that it was gonna be tough. But yeah, uh, I,
1: I think this game's gonna come down to the wire. Like I said, I I, I really didn't, uh, I really. Like I said, 13 and four to the winner for the whole thing, and 12 and five for the loser.
0: Cosmo, no, that's Bryant. Bryant said Niners 15 and two. Ooh, or is that the score? I think that he's saying that's the record. So I think oh, that's a record. That looks man. more like a
1: record. We're gonna get a safety on Purdy and that's it. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah TJ Watts gonna sack Brock Purdy in the end zone and <laughs> no hey look Bryant man, I hope that you're right. I'd love to see a 15 and two season from the 49ers. Cosmo it's always awesome to watch two teams with so much history go against each other. Yeah, what 11 Super Bowls between the two teams. so that's that's almost as many as Tom Brady has won. I'm
1: joking we almost we almost met for one except for Tony Martin down the sideline in ninety-four, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you almost almost
1: uh with the way you you guys are playing Steve Young and Jerry Rice, that was that was an un Yeah. I don't I don't I don't care. I think we still would have got beat the Smitharines in that game.
0: Yeah, in ninety-four it was gonna be the 49ers or the Cowboys um winning that Super Bowl, but but yeah, man, the Steelers were better than than the Chargers, and um and y'all lost on a heartbreaker. And I was glad because I felt like the Chargers were a much better matchup for the 49ers than the Steelers were. Do what?
1: Destroy them 52 to 14.
0: <laughs> it wasn't quite that bad, but it was it was like yeah, it 49. Was. 49 to six. Had six touchdowns. No, 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 no. Now you're thinking of uh in Super Bowl 24, the 49ers beat the Broncos like 55 to 10 or something like that. That was that was oh, the biggest yeah. now, blowout now now in Super Bowl work. history. Oh, yeah, I think in uh in 94 it was like 40 something to to gosh, I don't even remember what it was. Now, Steve Young threw six touchdown passes. But uh um so Niner Sickness podcast, what's up? What's up, faithful? What's up with you? Thanks for joining us here. So yeah, they uh Adam, you have anything else to add to uh to what we've talked about? It was about? 49-26. 49-26. Gosh, they scored 26 Yeah, it wasn't there. Those 26 points probably came at the end when it was over, but yeah, pre bet
1: defense. Let's get this game over with.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's get to our celebration, that kind of thing. But uh anything to add, Adam?
1: No, I'm ready. Um ready for this. Ready for ready for opening day. Just I know I'm probably gonna be working and not really get to enjoy it, but believe me, I will uh I'll be watching I'll be listening. I imagine we're gonna get some Niner fans on the East Coast. I'm sure I'm sure it's gonna oh, yeah. be red and red and gold in this stadium too.
0: Yeah, the Niners faithful it's, travels really well. So, is Brazy going to the game?
1: I haven't kept up. I haven't heard from.
0: I, I don't know. I I'm not sure who's going, but uh, but yeah, they'll they'll be they'll be represented fairly well. But I mean, your fan base is one of the best out there, and so I'm sure that y'all don't don't sell too many of your tickets. So, um,
1: actually, so, there's a lot there's a lot of tickets right now on Game Hub.
0: That's surprising because everything that I keep hearing from Steelers fans is that this is the the fan base seems super excited about this season. So well, don't get me wrong;
1: these tickets are going for three hundred dollars, like third to fourth the last row of the stadium, which is ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, I look. I looked. I was, if they were cheap, I was going to buy. I was going to buy a pair.
0: Well, listen. Um, the uh, the 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 game is going to be great, and I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to uh, what the 49ers are able to do, and uh, and after this game, I'll be rooting for the Steelers to do well the rest of the season. But Adam, <laughs> thanks so much. Tell tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Um, obviously, I said it a lot during the show. Uh, driving to the Top Productions. You can find me there on Twitter. It's actually driving to the top because we couldn't get the top I don't know why um (laughs) (laughs) on Twitter uh driving to the top productions on YouTube obviously at sports talking it on uh Twitter too that is my main that is my main account but I'm on all the accounts but that is the one if you want to get me right there um also you can get me at uh bringing dynamite to the mine um at 49ers dynamite so and uh mark hopefully uh next week we'll get a show in and get back to reality for me
0: yeah yeah you just gotta jump back in there
1: if you want to just recap the game on your show i'm perfectly fine with that too
0: yeah sounds good well listen thanks everybody for joining us and adam thank you again i did it
1: again marco i took you over a half hour
0: that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. I shoot for thirty minutes, but uh, I normally am over that. But that's you not know, really good. it
1: helps when you get comments from the gallery.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because we take time to to uh, to listen to everybody and and uh, jump in. Stevo, what's up? Stevo's is talking Cause, about lemon you know, over for, here for the host
1: or the guest or the people on the outside. Always keeping us updated. You know, yep. we wouldn't be doing this.
0: Yep. it be like right. talking to thin air. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, it's been fun, and I appreciate you joining. Hey, just just do me a favor and keep Mean Joe Green away from Brock Purdy on Sunday. That's all that I ask.
1: Listen, if Mean Joe Green hits Brock Purdy on th- on Sunday, there's a lot of stuff going on that we need to <laughs> know about. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Everybody have fun uh, with the game on Sunday. It's going to be a good one.
1: All right, buddy.